Hi and welcome back to Cheeky Crypto Uncensored. My name's Chris and it's fantastic to have you back with us for another video. And in today's video, we're with Demontas. He's the Lossless CTO, a fantastic project Lossless, a project that I think is massively undervalued in many different ways. And I do recommend you go away, do your own research on this project. But I'm proud to, to be sat here with having this interview. I think it's a fantastic interview. If you enjoy this sort of content, mash up the like button, subscribe if you haven't subscribed already, tap in that bell, select in all the notifications so you never miss a video right let's get down to the interview all right so welcome thanks for for taking the time out of your busy schedule today best to start with uh, an introduction would you mind just telling us who you are uh, a little bit about lossless and uh, i guess how you got into to crypto yeah yeah sure so uh hello everyone uh, super excited to be here uh, i'm domantas i'm the cdo at lossless so basically lossless is a crypto security company uh, we've started lossless a couple of years ago with a uh, lossless protocol uh, which is uh, essentially an update to how tokens work so uh, a short history of that is like a, a couple of years ago but still now do uh there were and there's still are a lot of incidents where like millions of dollars get stolen almost every week from like exchanges, from crypto protocols, and it's a huge problem. So, so we set out to, to kind of solve that and the way we wanted and imagined that that can be done is by changing the, the actual behavior of the tokens. So like a lot of people think that the immutability in crypto is like a nice thing and like the, the maybe the best property of crypto. And I think for some tokens and like some cryptocurrencies, that's uh, kind of is okay. I would really not like for like Bitcoin transactions to be reversible, you know, mm -hmm. but I think for other projects and especially smaller projects that does not apply because uh, I think you would not like your bank account to be uh, kind of non-reversible. So like in case, you know, uh, a scammer uh, manages to scam you, that transaction is, is not like, your bank is not able to stop it. So we, we took this philosophy and decided to bring it to crypto. And essentially that's how lossless protocol works. Like we, we added this ability to freeze and retrieve uh, tokens that have our snippet of code. Of course, that's done not in a centralized manner, but in a decentralized fashion. So we have this uh, lossless committee, which consists of multiple parties. And all of them have to agree and decide that like a, a report is a valid one, and like the the we can proceed, you know, with the retrieval of funds. So so essentially, that's you know how lossless uh, protocol works. But very soon after building that and launching it, and actually having success with that, meaning we were able to retrieve like hundreds of thousands of dollars with that that were stolen from the the tokens that. Uh, had our protection tools on, we realized that in order for this to work, we have to also think about uh, how we can uh, report these incidents in time. Because, you know, there's this problem that uh, if somebody steals some tokens and immediately dumps them, you know, sells that token in turn by Ethereum or like USDT or USDC or some other token that does not have our protection, like, they're out of the perimeter and there's like not much we can do at that point. So we realized that 
reacting in in like short period of time is essential and that's when we we started building a monitoring and threat intelligence tool called Aegis which is our primary focus right now so so uh, that tool is already live and open for everyone to use it basically allows you to track uh, incidents and be alerted about uh, anything malicious that's happening off chain and on chain so so yeah that's our primary focus right now and i think both of these uh products of ours like they combine very well and in turn uh kind of give uh way more uh security benefits than uh, like only one of them would you know in combination they are pretty pretty they, they cover like pretty wide variety of attack vectors sure so in terms of all these bridge hacks then that we 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 see at the moment um are you kind of suggesting that you know there is no need for people to potentially lose their funds that they've invested in in cryptocurrency because of the loss list tool being able to retrieve those if the projects were perhaps partnership uh, or or using those those uh, you know pieces of uh, software yeah, yeah, that's that's one of the missions of Lossless to basically have enough of integrations with protocols like bridges, but also just any DeFi or gaming or NFT project protocol. So if we have enough of integrations with our technology, then we cover enough of like a parameter to help like enough of people. So so yeah, yeah, I think it's totally avoidable. We we did kind of even I had one incident on the Horizon Bridge. So that was a bridge between Ethereum and Harmony. So what happened is that uh, the Harmony, like that bridge got affected basically. And the, the hacker drained a bunch of tokens from the bridge smart contract. Uh, one of those tokens had our technology and we were able to like freeze those uh, stolen assets and retrieve them to, to like the updated version of the bridge so so basically that that new bridge didn't have the uh, the that bug anymore but uh, but basically we were only able to uh, retrieve one token out of uh, many others so so basically if we have like more integrations and and more people using our tech we are able to to just help more people yeah sounds sounds awesome it's something that like i've been sort of talking about a lot on our channel that you know i'm starting to lose respect for for protocols that aren't partnering with you know a project like yourselves um because for me it just feels like it's a, a needless thing it doesn't need to happen anymore and um it, it's alarming that we're not seeing more um, projects partner with, you know, your, your project lossless, right? Um, but what is the the, the real long term vision for, for for lossless? Yeah, so when talking about the vision, I guess we kind of first need to understand what's what is our vision for the crypto in general, because that because that really defines where we as a crypto security company will go to. So where we imagine the whole like crypto ecosystem uh, long term is is basically it becoming the backbone of both financial and identity uh, solutions. So like right now, Web 
Web2 uh, has their own fragmented uh, like versions of like identity management, you know, and find ways to manage finance and like it's it's super fragmented, uh, super like like the barrier to entry is is pretty like high. So we imagine that that's gonna change with crypto once crypto becomes more and more mainstream. And in general, we see that it's just most likely gonna change everything, how everything works. So we're gonna have a, a way smoother process in in a lot of these technology-based uh, products and, and solutions that are built on Web3-based solutions. So in general, when we see uh, crypto going that way, uh, we see ourselves as a company uh, also uh, kind of going that way, meaning that we want to be a mainstream solution for all things related to crypto. So there's a lot of like companies that do a lot of uh, security stuff in, in Web2. And because like the attack vectors are quite known in, in Web2. And we think that with time, there's going to be uh, just a, a very few companies emerging in that three also that do a lot of security, uh, that three security solutions. And we see ourselves as, as one of those. Basically, we kind of already have a few working pro products. We think that that's gonna maybe expand in the future. And, and our goal is just to make like crypto secure. Cause like that's like, I guess we are a little biased, but I think at the moment that's like the biggest challenge for crypto, you know, and and for crypto to to gain the mainstream adoption, you know how to make it secure. So, we see ourselves as a company uh, solving that problem, basically. Yeah, and I, I agree. I think the 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 hacks and um, you know, particularly around the the bridges, because you're seeing so many projects doing bridges still, and um, you know, very few looking at new ways of of working. Which you know, I, I am kind of left scratching my head a little bit. Um, but yeah, like I think whenever somebody loses money in crypto, right, they're they're somebody that's going to go away and tell all their friends and family, and you know, that's that's just not good for adoption. So yeah, completely aligned to to that. But. I, I guess what's the unique selling proposition of lossless and how does it differentiate itself from other crypto projects in say the same sector? Good question. And, uh, well, I think one of the things, uh, that I guess I shouldn't be saying if we would be a web two company, but in Web three, that's quite, a, uh, I, I think quite a, an achievement is that we have a working product that actually has a track record of uh, working, retrieving funds, freezing like incidents. And, and I think that's a quite big achievement in crypto because just because we are so early, a lot of projects are experimenting, doing like different stuff, you know, and that's all good. Of course, there's going to be a lot of stuff that, a lot of good stuff that emerges from that. But I think we with Lossless already uh, achieved that. We already have like a working product and I guess that's thing we are proud of, like the most. Uh, but also we achieved not only like a, a working product and real users, but, uh, but also a nice token utility. So like our token is integrated in uh, Lossless protocol as a, like a staking. Uh, you can stake lossless tokens in order to report these incidents. You get rewarded by lossless tokens if you are correct. So, 
So it's, it already has a, an organic integration in the lossless protocol side. And we, when we are talking about Aegis, uh, we are also like gonna be releasing token integration there too. So that, uh, cause, cause like right now, Aegis, the threat intelligence and monitoring tool, it's tailored mostly to uh, like uh, other crypto projects, but we want to change that a little and also make it available for the retail users and like, just an average Joe that does some trading on the, on some DEXs or other places. So so like we're gonna have a, a lossless token uh, utility there. So I think yeah, those two things are like the kind of the the unique selling points of for lossless. We we have working projects. We have a good token uh, utility, and we have like real uh, users. Yeah, it sounds sounds fantastic, and um, I'm excited about some of those things that you're talking about. You know, particularly the stuff for for retail investors. You know, using indexes, trading that sort of stuff, because yeah, I think there's there's so much more that can be done in the space um, that you know people perhaps with smaller smaller sizes of um, you know investments uh, can can really look after those investments and and watch them sort of grow over time so anything like that I think is really really positive and um, but what are the, the 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 challenges I guess that lossless face and and you know what are the plans to overcome those challenges yeah so main challenge is basically adoption and uh, like we aren't uh, like a meme coin or you know uh, some like DeFi staking DL protocol with 100 X yields per month. We are a security company. Uh, security is not sexy. It like it is hard to understand and like hard to price in. Even for the like other crypto projects that kind of are good with security, it's still sometimes hard to convince them that this is necessary. You know, you yourself said that for you it's hard to understand why bridges and other protocols like yes, still doing like mistakes that were already done by other projects. So so yeah, for us we are seeing kind of the, the same the same problem, the the lack of education. Uh, education is because like a lot of people they understand that security is important, but that's where the, the the knowledge ends basically. They they kind of yeah know that they should do maybe this with their private key, but then they they don't know that they also need to like manage their token approvals or do some other stuff. And of course, I think in the long term people should not think about that. That's gonna be solved by the tools. That's like what we are trying to do here at Lost. Let's just make it as simple as possible to stay secure. But in the short term, uh, there's gonna be like a lot of education that that needs to be done in order for like security tools like ours to to gain traction. So so for us, that the education and and adoption are like the two uh, biggest challenges right now. Awesome and. Um... What sort of partnerships just, you know, we like to focus on on some of the partnerships, uh, you know, when we talk with with projects, you know, um, what sort of partnerships have you you managed to, to, to get and uh, how do they help the project? Yeah, yeah. So we have like a lot of partnerships just because the way our uh, protocol operates, meaning that uh, every time a new token 
wants to use lossless protocol, uh, they kind of have to not necessarily contact us, but like a lot of them prefer just to, first of all, know who is the team working behind this. If it's going to be maintained in the future, if, are we going to help them with all the like maybe technical aspects of integration? But also then we, we usually work on partnerships too, just because like we like that they, they choose us and, and decide like that their project wants to be more secure. We really appreciate it. And from their side, they kind of like us because we provide that security like totally for free when we are talking about lossless protocols. So, so in general, we have around 40 projects that integrated lossless and we have partnerships with those. There's like way more tokens uh, than, than we have the partnerships with. So there's basically even more tokens that are using our tech, but like are not in direct contact. We are not doing co-marketing with them, but uh, that's also uh, most likely going to be changed in the future. So we're going to like uh, capitalize on those like unexplored uh, like integrations basically. Uh, and then for ages, we, we also have a, like quite a good partnership with Harmony because uh, uh, yeah, they were really impressed by, you know, that uh, mitigation of incident that I mentioned earlier. So they are the users of Aegis and also our partners in developing this project. We also have Elysium on board. That's another blockchain that also decided to go all in with lossless. So they are both using Aegis and lossless protocol and all of their tooling. And it's a very, uh, like a, the, the growth, their blockchain growth rate is, is pretty big. So it's a growing ecosystem and that basically is opening uh, leads for us to, to also, you know, interact with their ecosystem and the projects building on their ecosystem. And we also like are in contact with Phantom and Avalanche. So it's, it's like kind of a, also uh, like a mutual relationship where we, you know, are referring projects uh, that may want to choose the blockchain. And also we are kind of hearing from them what new projects are building on their blockchain and trying to help them with security. So yeah, there's like, I guess, a lot of stuff going uh, between uh, projects that are building tokens and projects that are building chains, but also we have some, uh, most of the Aegis clients are also our partners just because like uh, they, they want to let their community, you know, that they're using this, they are secure with this. Uh, it's, uh, we see it as a, like a, a, some sort of badge, you know, that they, they, they want to show us. And we also want to, to promote their project because we know that it's more secure than the others. So, you know, uh, I, I think that like, I cannot even like mention uh, all of them just because of how many there are but in general i think that uh, like previously we, we had audits as this like badge of of uh, kind of security uh, and right now we are trying to push more and more for products to have like uh, uh mentioning that they use lossless and use that as you know a, a badge of security yeah that sounds sounds awesome and uh I, I guess it brings me to to something else. You know, what what are I guess the the biggest achievements that Lossless have had so far? Because uh, I think there's been some sizable ones. Uh, you know, uh, I think it'd be good to rave about those, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so I guess the 
the first one that was really big for us and proved that you know our know-how can really be put into action is when we managed to retrieve uh, the the money stolen uh, from the cream finance. So that was a, a pretty a pretty big uh, sum of money. We are talking about tens of millions. So like we've done that through our network of white hacks and like investigations and like a lot of like complex stuff going under under the hood that I cannot really go into deep. Uh, but but that was one of the like the, the first uh, achievements, I guess. Uh, then we have smaller incidents that we managed to stop, uh, and uh, and after those we had that Harmony incident on the Horizon Bridge, which once again we proved that the lossless protocol works. It was hundreds of thousands of dollars. I think maybe even uh, it was maybe even more than a million uh, dollars that we managed to retrieve uh, at that point in time. So those were kind of the big achievements. And right now, when we are focusing on Aegis, the threat intelligence monitoring tool, we once again uh, can uh, provably show like which of the incidents Aegis can identify and, and spot. Like we in there, we have this backtesting feature, which basically allows you to uh, add an address that got hacked, select a time range, and then we show you what sort of transactions that you just could have spotted. So with that, we see that our success rate is like around 80%. And usually we give projects uh, a few hours in advance before the attack happens. So our tool is able to spot incident even before it happens. So, so we are pretty proud with that. And like, we are still working on improving that even further with a, artificial intelligence and the heuristic improvements. So like right now, Aegis was, it is live for around a year and it has already scanned and analyzed more than a couple of billion of transactions. So like it's working all the time in the background and uh, being a CTO, that kind of is a, uh, for me is an achievement in, in kind of in engineering, you know, mm. uh, like it's it's not super trivial system to build. Yeah, that sounds sounds amazing. Um, you touched on uh, some of the uh, challenges around like um, education, for example. Uh, but what are your thoughts on on crypto regulation? Because I, I kind of feel like a lot of the talks, particularly in the US, are, are around a lot of these hacks and um, you know scams that have happened and people losing losing vast sums of money. Right? We know this happens in traditional finance as well, but obviously it puts a, a bit of a microscope over over crypto. What are your thoughts on on the regulation uh, situation? And do you think there's anything there? that lossless can do to 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 ease some of that tension that's there yeah we think a lot about this uh when when we are thinking about regulations in usa it's i think it's like not very good in my opinion like i'm not saying that the current regulation is not good i'm saying that the lack of regulation is not good you know mm -hmm. we are seeing this beef between sec and coinbase you know and like right now it seems that there you have to operate by like like in a wild west like you you decide to do some stuff maybe you you talk with your lawyers and then you try and go and do that 
but afterwards you don't really know if that was like uh, okay or not on the current law so so like it's pretty hard to operate in that environment and i totally un- understand exchanges being pissed you know with uh, with sec and others and i totally understand the sec when they kind of analyze what's happened and then they see that okay this is not okay they they didn't have the license so so I kind of can emphasize with both sides, uh, but in the end, that lack of regulation is uh, like it's it's not helping at all. Like uh, if we once again, if we are talking about mainstream crypto adoption, we cannot like not think about regulation. It's it's not gonna you know be some sort of uh, like shady place and also be a mainstream thing it like if we want this to be mainstream we have to have clear regulations where business and and users can have like a clear boundaries how they operate so uh that's why i think uh that what the european union is doing with the mica like uh, that that new regulation package that kind of uh tries to like establish these boundaries for crypto assets is pretty good. You know, it's, it's made like, I talked to people that kind of followers and, and read it and they kind of said that it's, it's, it doesn't cover like a lot of cases, you know, it, it looks like they, they wanted to publish this fast and didn't cover a lot of edge cases. So it's, it's not, you know, uh, a perfect, kind of regulatory framework but it's still better than nothing i think at least once we have some baseline that we need to like work on we can uh, you know find the the issues in, in in that framework and and try and adjust it you know and try to push the changes but it's still better than working without it and then i know trying to convince uh, like regulators that you are not a criminal criminal you know because mm. like right now like a lot of people still think i guess that cryptocurrencies and like criminal activities are very much linked and i think one of the issues is, is the lack of regulation just because if you're in that space there's like lack of how things should be done lack of information of how things should be done yeah so potentially circling back to education again and i i saw some stuff out of um france recently where you know just uh, looking at influencers in particular they're they're looking to have them certified uh, before they can you know do any sort of promotions on online and stuff so i think there's lots of really positive things happening in the space um and i've kind of said like from from my thought process that it's probably going to take a few iterations before they get it right and i think that's also okay um you know i think there'd be some pain points along the way but uh overall i i agree i think that we're getting closer to where we want to be right like and and closer to getting that adoption which i think is fantastic um what risks are associated with with lossless and you know are there any plans um around mitigation to to any of those risks i mean uh you know is regulation a risk potentially for example mm, good question so there are um like i guess we should talk about lossless protocol because that's the the thing that is kind of on chain Mm-hmm. Uh, while the Aegis uh, monitoring tool is like an off-chain monitoring tool, so it, it works more of a 
like a traditional SaaS, mm -hmm. except that we're going to integrate like lossless uh, token utility into it. But I don't see any risk coming from there. So coming that to lossless protocol, the, there are maybe a couple of risks uh, that are associated with it. Uh, so I said, you know, that it allows you to freeze uh, some amount of money by taking some amount of lossless tokens. So there is always a risk that somebody is going to do that maliciously. In the end, they're going to burn their stake. So they are not going to get their stake back, you know, but they could uh, prevent you from kind of, I know, moving your assets when you need them the most. So that's maybe the biggest risk. Uh, we mitigate that by having a proper staking amount. So it's like a, not a trivial amount of money to free someone. Mm -hmm. Also, we have an ability to kind of uh, unfreeze it, uh, in a, in a short period of time, if any, everyone on the lossless committee, uh, that's a decentralized decision-making body, if everyone there agrees that this is an invalid report, we can immediately unfreeze that money. And also that reporter, uh, that staker that submitted an invalid report, he loses the ability to do it again on the same address. So there's like some sort of uh, denial of service mitigation. Uh, that we do on chain, so so that's maybe the the like the biggest risk I see with lossless. But you know, it's been live for for like more than a year and a half, and we never saw this happening. Uh, we saw people reporting some like bots that that kind of managed to like you when you are reporting a bot address, like it, it freezes that bot, but like the the developer that's working on that bot, he can just redeploy it on new smart contracts. So we kind of educated that it's mostly not a valid use case for lossless protocol, but we never saw like malicious, uh, you know, reports that try and freeze uh, uh, like good, good kind of accounts that don't have uh, like stolen assets. Uh, but it's a risk, I think not a, a common one or, or not anything we couldn't mitigate uh, and then when talking about the regulatory risks, I guess when we started lossless, there was I, like, you know, these thoughts that maybe regulators would want to use lossless to, I know, affect some accounts. So maybe there's like an address that's uh, used, like that is sanctioned by OFAC and Maybe it's uh, related to some terrorism and essentially lossless can't freeze that. But, uh, but I don't really see anything bad in that, you know, mm -hmm. if like we, we kind of, if it's proven to the lossless committee that this is like actually a malicious address uh, that is actually related to terrorism, then that can be totally doable. So it maybe it can even bring a confidence in the, you know, like this pace e even more so. So, but some people still see that as a risk, you know, especially those uh, hardcore decentralization fans, you know, they don't really want uh, anyone from like the the institutions to, to doing anything like that, you know, but, but yeah, as I said, we are trying to bring that philosophy that is from Web2 finance to, to Web3, but make it, kind of uh, somewhere in between where it's both like 
useful and and decentralized but also it's it's kind of uh you know you you just don't lose that much money and like you just are way more secure yeah that make makes sense and i think you know those uh people that are really pro decentralization it's still a decentralized approach to 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 agree in that um freeze so i don't see how they can can potentially uh be uh negative about that i think uh it's definitely something that could bring confidence into to the crypto space uh, from a regulatory point of view i feel um is there anything else that you'd like to share i guess with with our community uh that we haven't already covered one thing yeah uh i've talked a lot a lot about lossless protocol uh and yeah it's live on chain a lot of projects are using it like we have a lot of integrations and there's like a new token that's using our tech getting deployed almost every single week but as i said in the beginning our main focus right now is is lossless aegis threat intelligence and monitoring tool we really feel that you know it's it's uh like it's still early in the like crypto monitoring and like trade intelligence space but we we really feel that that's uh like the next big thing uh, uh, without you know without it we don't feel the the mainstream adoption can kind of take place so so i i one thing i want to mention is that i would recommend anyone you know going and trying to to check it out especially after we release the the retail uh, oriented features just because like we had like right now it's already free to monitor a couple of addresses so even right now you could use it to maybe monitor like your favorite most used protocols and be informed in case there's an incident so maybe after you like then you can get the alert first and you know withdraw your money because in a lot of these incidents one of the things we see is that if the incident uh, happens and not all of the liquidity is kind of uh, stolen from the protocol there's still chances to save your money uh, you know but it's like if you are coming there last after a day or two then most likely all of the liquidity is already withdrawn so so it's important to like react fast and i would recommend everyone to to go and try and check aegis and and try to monitor like stuff they're using but after we we release uh retail oriented features i would really recommend you know connecting your wallet and just being way more secure you know like you don't need to do anything. It's, it's going to be like a simple app where you press connect wallet and immediately we're going to start looking at everything that's happening with your wallet and sending you alerts in case we see anything suspicious. There's going to be a panic button in case like you see that, okay, this action was triggered not by you. So there will be like a immediate flow of certain actions that will help you to kind of move all of your funds to your backup wallet and we also thinking about front running so like there's these scams for example where like you approve something you know uh, by mistake uh, meaning that you know you like you approved your us to move some address to move out your usdt maybe you thought you are approving a trade on a dax but like you approved uh, a scam uh, address so i just is going to be able to notice that and immediately revert that approval like so then it's 
actually working as like a, a firewall for your wallet. And yeah, I just, as I said, one of the, one of the challenges for us is education. So yeah, what I'm trying to say here is that you, you must go and, and try out these tools to, to, yeah, just learn about them. And then by learning about them, we also become more secure. Yeah, fantastic. I think um, it'd be great for our community to to go check out those tools. I think they they sound amazing and and definitely something that people should look to to implement. In my opinion, I think you know there's so many people that you know get scammed in the space. I hear about you know uh, individuals uh, being scammed from you know um, ten thousand dollars all the way up to like two hundred thousand dollars, and I'm experiencing you know receiving these messages on a daily basis it's um you know a, a space that is you know just full of scams so yeah i do encourage everybody to go away uh definitely uh look at the tools educate yourselves and um you know implement some of them as well because uh you know you got to think to yourself like is it really worth losing you know the the sum of money that you've got invested in in crypto if you don't really need to so um yeah pro um lossless uh, as everybody knows i've been raving about you guys for a long time it's fantastic to have you on the channel really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule and um we'll have to do it again uh, later down the line for sure definitely definitely it was a pleasure so I'd like to say a big thank you to, to Lossless for making this interview possible. It's great to, to have them on the channel, supporting us, you know, educate people on, I guess, safety in crypto and, you know, the possibilities, the stuff that's actually there that a lot of people don't seem to be talking about, which leaves me scratching my head a lot. Um, definitely go check out Lossless. Go check out some of the tools that are available for you uh, to keep you safe in the space. I hope you enjoyed this video. And if you did, please share it. Um, you know with other like-minded individuals it really does support the channel and the projects that we cover here uh, mash up that like button subscribe if you haven't subscribed already tapping that bell selecting all the notifications so you never miss a video and i will catch you in the next one take care